Anthony Nunziata. Uh, go to www.anthonynunziata.com. Anthony is our featured artist today, so you know what? I'm going to play a couple of his songs in a row because I just love this guy, okay? Here's another song by Anthony. Cause when I look at you 
recorded okay oh one of them i put down twice all right two songs for anthony today uh anyway go to anthony nunziata ah with an a and dot com for more information and angels among this great song i highly recommend it okay and uh, as i promised we're going to do some comedy today too as well so let's find something to make us laugh although i do love this one where's this one okay i love this ad the apple sisters Hello, handsome, how do you do? Hello, handsome, what a brew. Hello, handsome, care. 
coffee to be so handsome? Yeah, it must be real difficult and complicated. It's just three easy steps. Step one. Dee Dee, we start with science to make our coffee so darn handsome. Wow-wee, science! Every unattractive bean goes through our vintage, fully restored and customized Probot UG22 Coffee Roaster and comes out handsome. Ooh! Careful, it's science. Science was tricky. Step two, perky, perky, percolator. Say, how do you get the handsome from the bean? Our world champion barista wrangles the handsomeness right out of the bean. Wow, that's one hot brew. Want a wrangle me, too? Step three. Drip, drip, Finally, the most important part. Service with a smile and slip up the handsome. Mmm. Heavenly. It's the second coming of coffee. Wow, this coffee's so handsome, even I'm attracted to it. Mm. Is it me or the coffee that's so hot? It's definitely the coffee. Ah, oh, nuts. No, beans. I love flicking beans. Every cup starts right here in glamorous, sunny Los Angeles, Hollywoodland, California. Handsome coffee. They've got beans and brawn. Aw, oh, heck, let's just sing about it. Put some hot, handsome coffee to your lips. Get better looking with every sip. Try the most attractive coffee we ever seen. It's the handsome roasted coffee bean. It's the handsome roasted coffee bean. Hello, handsome coffee. Coffee made handsome. Warning, may cause sudden effects of handsomeness and good lookingness. <laughs> I gotta love that. Hey, you mugs. Uh, I mean, gentlemen. Well, well, it's Lauren Hardy, as if I didn't know. Hello, boys, this is Pete Smith, as if you didn't know. Say, I'd like your help here for a minute, do you mind? No, of course not. I just want you lads to show the audience how much wood the average person toasts. Wood, got any? No, like most guys, you don't realize how many articles made of wood products you carry around. For instance, that newspaper. Yup, that newspaper is largely made of trees, wood pulp. Of course, most people know that, but many people don't know that a lot of other objects come from a wood base. Take Stan's glasses. The rims are plastic. About 60% of plastic is wood flour. Powdered wood, my friends. Got a fountain pen? Just as I thought, plastic barrels. Okay, gents, anything else in your pocket? Be careful of fish hooks, Stan. A billfold. Imitation leather made with cellulose acetate, a wood product. Uh-oh, what's up? Why, Mr. Laurel. Oh, sure, your wife, of course. Anyway, they're rayon, another wood product. Well, what else, boys? A cigarette case? A plastic. Also, a cigarette holder. More plastic. Any more wood, my lad? No, but there's wood in his hat. The sweatband. Right, more imitation leather. A new spring hat, eh? Ouch. More? Yup, a pipe, the bowl of which is wood. The stem, plastic. 
pulp matches. These matches are wood pulp, so is the cover. It's amazing the amount of wood we use. Ain't it the truth? And now a pen knife. The handle, plastic. Let's see what's in the suitcase, boys. The suitcase, do you mind? That's it. Let's see what we have here. Any slippers? Yes, here we are. They're real leather like your shoes and belt, but tanned and made durable by tan bark from the forest. Then, too, the counters and insoles are wood fiber. Okay, Ollie, let's proceed. Wood in bottles? Well, hardy. Uh, hardly. No pun intended. Anyway, witch hazel and cascara are just two of several hundred drugs and remedies from trees. Next, an imitation leather toilet case. Mirror with plastic back. Brush back is plastic. Bristles of both brushes are cellulose plastic. This bottle top is plastic. So is soap container. Bath sponge is cellulose plastic, and I'm not at all surprised. Hey, Stan, what else you got? Come, come, fellas, don't tell me you're running out of plastic. Let's take a look at some more of your junk. Ah, uh, I mean your nice things. Ah, oh, a razor, handleless plastic as are most electric shavers. Ouch, that blade ain't no plastic, bub. And now, writing paper. Scratch pads. Envelopes. And book. All wood pulp, kitty. Pajamas are rayon, and rayon is a wood product, remember? Hey, what you got there, chum? Oh, sure, say. More rayon. But stand, such color. <laughs> Now, a shirt, tie, and socks, all rayon. Say, the suitcase. Yup, even that's made out of laminated wood covered with canvas. And it's a good thing these lads didn't come around here with a trunk. We'd be here for days. Oh, boys, you can go now. Goodbye, Stan. So long, Oliver. And thanks very much, guys. Darn nice of you to help. Hey! Oh, well, they need exercise anyway. Goodbye now. And thanks to you, Pete Smith, this is Lee Vickers carrying on. Well, Laurel and Hardy Little... Followed me home, so I kept him. <laughs> Just so 
so cute. I hate to shop, so I didn't return him. You know, I just kept him there, and it's just so he's he's sweet. He's sweet. He says, look at that. You know, it's a man thing, but it's it's great. You know, I got all this testosterone running around my house. I'm not actually a housewife, by the way. I'm a migrant farmer. I am because this is how I spend my days. Because the farthest distance from two points is a man's underwear and the hamper. It can't get in there. It can be over something, under something, in between something. It can't be in there. Because why? Men are born without the ability to bend over. I can't reach it. It's too far. You're going to have to do it for me, honey. Get it. Get it. Get it. I can't do that. Unless it's food, of course. Food drops on the floor. Three-second rule. Still good. It was easy for me growing up Puerto Rican and Italian in New York City. Never knowing at any given moment when I'd have to chase myself out of my own neighborhood. I'm a jet. I'm a shark. I'm a jet. I'm a shark. Na 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 na. in one room and the Italians in another room. They're in the same room together. It's like they're both smelling bad food. <laughs> like that. It's very, very fun. My uh, Italian grandmother was very fun. She was very cheap. She was very cheap. She wouldn't turn on the lights until it was Helen Keller dark. You would, Grandma, i got to read my homework. It's Helen Keller dark. And I would say, Grandma, I need light. I need light. You need a light. Your brother, he not need a light. Your father, he not need a light. But Miss Big Shot, oh, she need a light. <laughs> you know what we used for light when I was your age? The sun! <laughs> Is it me? Did anybody else have that grandmother that used the tea bag a hundred times? <laughs> Is it still good? <laughs> you want some tea? Giving her up. Oh, it's going to be a good Mother's Day for you, Michelle. <laughs> I don't want you stinky old press, and you're giving me up about the tea bag. The tea bag. And you would know because it was like a trick question if you wanted tea. You know? You wanted tea? I don't know. Is that one from World War II? <laughs> I don't know if I want tea that bad. And then, you know, no Italian grandmother would be complete without that large Italian purse that they always carry. Do you know why grandmothers carry those first Italian grandmothers? Why? For the bread! For the bread! <laughs> you go to a wedding, you're not even seated. They're like... <laughs> Grandma, Grandma, put those rolls back. Put those rolls back. Why? They ain't just gonna throw them away anyway. Yeah, but let them serve it first. Land a hurricane, sugar cane, and don't complain, don't explain. <laughs> She was a terrible cook, burnt everything, now it's called Cajun. <laughs> she could speak two languages at the same time. Growing up, I had no idea what my mother was saying. She would turn to me and just start screaming. Linda! No, not that, I don't have time with this kind of what I'm saying, so stop! 
mom wisdom uh, cliches you might know them as, or glitches, I should call them. Mira, Nancy, listen to these glitches. It's going to save your life. Mira, the cork doesn't fall far from the bottle. You got to take the bees with the honey. Every clown has a silver lining. My head hurts. What did you say? She was crazy that way. She was oblivious to racism. We lived in the, she moved us from the capital of Puerto Rico, New York City, <laughs> to South Florida because they had an accent. She had an accent. It all worked out. So one day my mother comes home. She goes, Nancy, mira, I was in the store. I'm so excited. I heard there's a Spanish family on our block, but I have been driving around for hours and hours. I can't find them. Mom, where's the Spanish family? <laughs> husband, she said, Nancy, mira, a man is like a chew, pick out a good one, break it in, and stay away from the cheap ones, they never last. <laughs> so I married a Gucci lover with a cushioned soul. <laughs> Together we have a man-child, his name is Michael, his Cherokee name is Runs with Scissors. <laughs> I'll never forget the time he asked me with his little honest eyes, Mommy, where did babies come from? And I wanted to be absolutely honest, so I looked into his eyes and I said, well, honey, in your case, they come from absolute vodka. <laughs> I didn't want it to be misinformed like I was when I was little because I had really curly hair and my mom would brush it and I'd go, ow, ow, and she'd go, well, young lady, if you think that hurts, how do you expect to have a baby? Oh. <laughs> and for the longest time until I read that little pink book, Why Jane Can't Go Swimming Today, I thought... <laughs> I thought having your hair brushed had something to do with having a baby. Italian grandmothers. I love, I love the Italian grandmothers. Uh, what do 60 Minutes and Italian grandmother have in common? <laughs> you know, we did rehearse, by the way. Just so you know that this is great. This kid is just, oh, uh, Chris, can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play that? You want to uh, try something else, Chris, that other thing that we did rehearse? Yeah. All right, you feeling poetic? Okay, feeling poetic. Let's get a little, little uh, you know, Kerouac here. You ready? <laughs> I once dreamed of being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. <laughs> now what this meant I'll never know. But I do know if I told anybody I'd be labeled a lunatic. And they live wrongly unless it's for the public good. Let's say you're at a party. And you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they do in Wild Kingdom. Wacko. Loser. You don't fit me. That would really be good. But not too friendly like the guys in the office. Or your boss is really nice. In an earthquake, you'd really be thinking he's old, he's slow. I can beat him to the door, jam. Oh, yeah, LA's a jammed up situation. I have enough faults, I wouldn't purposely build my home over one. The one time I was naive enough to think that generic food was for the elderly. It made sense to me at the time. I 
you know. How my brain works and connects things. Like so. So anytime you think I'm crazy, you're probably right. <laughs> 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 